0: Hello folks, welcome to the Kieran Kelly podcast. Welcome to it. I hope you're all well. and um, hope you had a pleasant Patrick's Day. Second Patrick's Day in lockdown, level 5 lockdown. And for a lot of people, I suppose, it was a strange one. Um, one thing I will say about... Um, the, the lockdown that we're in, I suppose you could say that some people would be used to lockdowns now and restrictions and, you know, we have a lot, like we're lucky to be in 2021 where we have the internet on tap, we have entertainment in our the palm of our hands, we have Endless amount of Netflix and Amazon and Disney and Disney Plus and Sky and Sky Go and um, what's the other one? Now TV, and we can watch it on any device and on any uh, form of tablet, whether it be Apple, Galaxy, Samsung Galaxy, or uh, you know some off-brand tablet from Argos and. Um, it's actually quite amazing how we have become so connected to such a device that has... Um, that was made purely for communication but now it seems to be tailored towards our uh, you know, our personalities Like very interesting that this conversation will be uh, linked towards the Miriam Mullins interview that I did um, a while back. Uh, I want to congratulate Miriam on reaching 1 million followers on TikTok. She is absolutely flying it. And I've been following her work and her TikToks and stuff. And I'm sure many of you have. But I have to... Um, I actually I admire her, her honesty um, on her Instagram and um, she's very open very honest about what she's going through and mental health and you know especially like you know getting to one million on TikTok is it's a fair challenge and it's a fair feat and uh, I have to respect it the interview that I did with Miriam will be posted on the links in the description but what I wanted to talk to you is about you know how technology has kind of brought us to a stage where we can, if we wanted to, reach out to a large audience. Now, um, my own content creation, content creatorship, if you could even call that, is very small. But I do have a, a following nonetheless. And um, my main content would be gameplay and, and clips and funny skits and dad jokes and that kind of thing. But I do get, like, when I'm on stream, and I do get a lot of, I do open up a lot on stream and say, tell people, like, "Lord, oh, this is what's going on, and if the conversation goes that way with other people, then so be it. And um, I like to uh, make, kind of, um, build a connection there, you know, because at the end of the day, we're all human beings, and we all like connection, whether it's, you know you listen to me on a podcast or watching my tiktoks or watching miriam's tiktoks for example who does a lot and advocates a lot and is a very very positive influence at least i think for her audience you know um she's great like to be honest to be honest with you she's she's very genuine and i got that from the conversation that we had the chat that we had, it was very open, very honest. There was no kind of bullshit either. And um, so, it was good. And TikTok as well, like, I remember la- last year going into the lockdown, the first lockdown, and everybody was posting up, you know, the skits, the jokes, the laughs. And um, I just thought to myself, Do you know, it's great that we have a platform that we can post up this stuff, and can, we can get our, um, our crea- you know, people that are creative can actually go onto a platform such as TikTok, and have that space to do it. Because I find that um, YouTube is very, YouTube is great, but you have to have the following for YouTube, I think you, like TikTok, you can kind of, if you have good content out there, you will find people for it. And um, there has been many, many, many people that I have interviewed, that I've seen on TikTok, that I wanted to get to know better. And I've interviewed Call me Chris, who's a huge sensation on I've interviewed uh, from call Me Chris is from Canada. I've interviewed Jacob Dunnegan. Again, a massive influencer uh, and a huge advocate for um Trans community, uh, I've I, I want to get around to them all. To be honest with you, um, if they're willing to talk to me or willing, you know, I, I will chat to absolutely every single one of them, and it doesn't. It doesn't matter, you know, who they are, as long as as um they're op- they they want to chat to me, do you know, um, because I think now more than ever. These conversations w- w- need to be have need to be had, as I said it, in the Jacob Donegan um, podcast. We all need to, to communicate a bit more about the com- about hard conversations, but con- communicate nonetheless. But TikTok, I've had a. I love TikTok and I love YouTube and Instagram and. But I I always find myself, uh, you know, you you get a lot of uh, if you're feeling down or, you know, they feel like the world is getting on top of you, There, there's a grace and um, people are grateful on TikTok for finding your, um, you know, if you if you are talk if you are like googling about mental health or hashtagging mental health, it'll come up there's a lot an awful lot of people that are talking about it and especially now needs to be talked about even more so and I think it's fantastic because I remember growing up in school mental health it was brushed under the carpet it was I don't know you'll be grand get over yourself you're fine or uh, you're having a bad day I'll grand, go on get up do what you need to do you're grand you know there was never um, I think like young people and I know at least going to school myself, there was never a kind of a a place to open up to people or like unless you had um, a family member that was going through that or whatever. I just kind of felt like, like I look back and I think all of my friends in school, like I'd hate to think that they were going through anxiety and nobody knew. Maybe it was ah he's just shy but maybe inside he could be just anxiety riddled and uh, I don't know looking back on it all I just kind of think you know Jesus if we all just maybe opened our opened our eyes more opened our ears and and listened to what was being said and how it was being said and you know took accountability probably for what we were saying you know like you'd be slagging off and, and maybe it gets too a bit too full on or I don't know but then again Growing up it did me no harm but that's that's not to say it did another person, you know, harm or whatever. Um you know, you you develop a, a thick skin, especially when you're around the lads and you'll be slacking off and you'll be, you know, having to crack and you know, it is what it is, but one thing that I will say on especially on TikTok as well, is that there's an awful and awful lot of uh, trolling that goes on, and uh, it can really get to you. Like, I've been making content for about a year, and I know my like I post up, you know, gameplay clips and stuff like that. So it's fine; it doesn't bother me as long as people are seeing it. I'm happy. But there was one, there was one thing there, and I it was a clip. I thought it was good. Put it up and it was like no 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 bad 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 whatever it didn't bother me but i think that if anybody else was to put it up who maybe would who would be a little bit sensitive with that kind of thing i think they'd probably get it and and feel like oh my god i'm not doing this right and they would just quit but when i talked to miriam like she gets she said that she gets trolled all the time and she just ignores it because way of saying it is if they are trolling you they want they want to get that five seconds of oh reaction time or whatever and I see a lot of young people and I'm 29 so the whole influencer thing and I guess was is completely was completely alien to me until about five maybe six years ago and when I saw influencers Like, we're all influenced by somebody, or something, or music, or whatever. Probably music was more probably my influence, and rock and roll, and grunge, and, you know, I was probably more influenced by that. But I see teenagers now, and they are, like, so into, you know, fashion and clothes, and that's a great way to be. But, and then there's lads out there And young lads and gossip's out there, and they're like, "Oh, you know, she she's looking like that," so they're making an assumption. And with everything that's going on now, um, in recent uh, events with the um, the lady who was murdered over in England, um, I just think that we all need to have a conversation about, you know, and about etiquette and being being right around young, being respectful and having res- lads young lads having respect towards young women and women in general and vice versa it goes both ways there's a lot of on the radio at the moment there's a lot of reports coming out that women are uncomfortable on public transport and I can understand like me as a man I have cerebral palsy so I'd be probably more vulnerable than the next fella So, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be nervous on a a bus, I probably would be nervous now on a bus, than I would be a couple of years ago, but, I would probably be more weary of walking down to the shop, at 7 or 8 o'clock at night, here, rather than in Dublin, I don't know why, I just think that, um, you know, if you're going to get attacked, whether it be a man, woman, or a child or if you're if you're going to if something's going to happen something's going to happen i think these people that are doing it are probably more and they'll just see an opportunity and they'll go for it you know but uh, i just think like you know influencers and um, that are that are in in the limelight have a huge responsibility to um. You know do the right thing say the right thing and they can't always do that the, the limelight is always going to be on them and uh i think that that's quite uh intrusive like um you know i myself have had people you know asking me you know show show your baby on the stream and i'm like no because she's underage and her privacy i like for i when i'm streaming up here in my room Everybody's privacy like I I only stream up here. I very very rarely stream down in the sitting room with the camera on. If I'm down in the sitting room, I turn the camera off. If anybody comes in, it's the camera off. They'll know that it's streaming because privacy, we have given it away. We've given a lot of it away, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, if you want to share your opinion, let me know. I just think that we look at privacy we look we share everything oversharing seems to be the new oh hey look at this this is what i did today i went for a walk look at the porridge and oats that i had today or look at my breakfast did you see it how many likes did it get if it didn't get the likes i'm going to take it down and put it up again then i got 10 likes okay i'll leave it up and i think that that's really a really sad way to be at the moment because if you're... If you're... Cooking a lovely meal... Right, it's handy to take a photo of it... So you know your recipes or whatever... But... If you put it up... Like, oh, I do it myself... I've... I've I often said like... It's ridiculous people that put up their meals on... Instagram... But I find I'm doing it myself... You know... um, I think like... TikTok is a very positive place... For everything from mental health... To... Health, fitness... To you know comedy um, and how to's and lifestyle stuff like that but the other side of that is like YouTube for more in-depth stuff again can be very positive but Twitter I just feel like Twitter is completely uh, a toxic place to be every time I go on on Twitter it just seems to be people getting torn apart and there's an awful, an awful lot of cancel culture on it, and uh, I I don't know where to stand. I don't know, like you'd be, you'd be nervous about what you said. What I what I might say today could come back and haunt me in ten years, five years time. And I I write, okay, if you don't acknowledge it or get on or you know acknowledge that you did wrong, then you deserve it. But if you said sorry the first time, then if you said sorry, if you got caught and you said sorry, or if you own up to it, then that's great, that, then it should be moved on, it should be just there, there and then, I absolutely hate cancel culture, I think that those people out there that keep their receipts and all this stuff, it's just beyond ridiculous, like, the amount of people that I, like, they're trying to cancel loads of people, and right, okay, some deserve it, some don't, I just think it's beyond bizarre um you know crazy kind of a world that we're living in right now where we were all getting along in the first lockdown the first 3-4 months everybody was helping each other and in this together and you know now it's cutthroat neighbour against neighbour and look at the, you know it's kind of reminds me of and I leave you with this one kind of reminds me of um Walking in, you know, like in an old western, and you're going into town. You see your man, the cowboy, whatever, heading into town. The next thing he gets off the horse, horse being next thing he goes into a shop, and you see the silhouette, you see the doors opening. Next thing everybody looks at you, and I just think that though we have turned into a people of. Like we're we're no longer out on the streets, and I know we're in a pandemic, but even walking around my town here, not you know, saying hello to somebody like people don't say hello anymore. It's you know a nod, a wink, and a run away from it kind of a thing. Now I'm not saying I'm going to go out and have a conversation, but it's nice to just get out and have a chat with somebody that you haven't seen or that you probably would never have talked to, because I know myself. We're all cracking up right now. Nobody knows how far into another, how far we are into getting out of this thing. We're all gone a bit loopy, and uh, I don't know. It's cr- it's like we they said two weeks. In, they said last year we're going to flatten the curve for two weeks, and we got there in the late summer but then it just shot back up. Now that schools are back it's shooting back up again. Um, the only thing that I can um, say to you, maybe try some diamond painting. I've done one of them and I've done another one. They're really nice. They're a picture and they have diamonds. They're little uh, coloured uh, beads and you have to like make the picture up. It's like diamond uh, colours painted by numbers, it's really cool, really nice sh- thing to do, and it's it's relaxing, you know, you put on a good uh, podcast there, or some music, and a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, and get lost in it, you know, it's kind of therapeutic in a way, it'll slow everything down, if you are an anxious person, or if you're having trouble staying at home, try one of those, you can get ones in Lidl at the moment, um, and they're five euro apiece, there's four, Different types, but they're a five or a piece, and I would recommend them um, for all age groups. Like, and they look lovely when they're done as well. They're so it's diamond painting or rhinestone kits. You can get them on Amazon and eBay as well. And um, for um, for reasonable money, I think like five, five to ten euro and fifteen if you wanted to go higher. Like, but um, you know. Do what you have to do to um, keep your keep your head straight. You know, reach out to a friend, a neighbor, and uh, I leave you with this one anyway. Again, congratulations to Miriam Mullins. and um, a very very positive influencer, uh, absolute uh, a gem, very funny uh, TikToker as well. She's she's been flat out really, you know, and. Um, we had a great chat. I'm going to post the link below. And uh, if you're listening to this, Miriam, all the best in the future. And uh, thank you very much for doing the podcast in the early days of uh, the Kieran Kelly podcast. It's live on Instagram. And uh, you can check me out on the link tree. I'll, I'll post the links below to my various social medias. All the best, guys. Thank you very much for, uh, for listening, whether you're in... Um, Ireland or down the road or up the road or across the globe appreciate you and all the best